Hey, Gore friends. Uh, this is Mars. And sorry. And we're out here with another episode of Gore Friends, where we take deep dives into various horror films from new to the old, from the gory to the not so much. Um, but the, we're, we're on the gory <laughs> the side everything. today. The everything. Very much so. This very is very much, much so. on the gory side. Um, a little traumatized. I'll be okay. <laughs> you chose this life for us. What did you choose, Story? <laughs> The Collector. I didn't know. I didn't know. Honestly, I thought it was a different movie. And I was like, oh, no, this is, this is uh, very different. This is very different. Um, wow. So wow, we out here collecting bodies. We out here collecting bodies. So stay tuned as we chat about The Collector. you guys as i mentioned in our lovely intro we are covering the collector um 2009 flick um before we get into the crew and everything so you you mentioned story that you thought this is a different film um yeah this is accidental also, choosing. also um i know they say don't judge a book by its cover but i saw the movie poster i was like this looks like something we could watch and I was like, yeah, totally, totally. It is something that we could watch. It's yeah, (laughs) something. It's a scary movie. I mean, it is. It was on Shutter. I was like, the collector. That sounds like something. It's something, and it's yeah. It's a film that I've seen a lot. Like it was on Netflix for a while. I've seen it around a lot. I just never, you know, made the jump. To actually watch it so i was actually kind of excited to watch it although i didn't like i knew like i knew but i didn't know i don't know what i was gonna expect i don't know i read the synopsis and i still didn't expect what i watched uh so yeah i, I have no idea monty owns it he was like oh the collector i was like oh you've seen it he was like i have it i was like oh okay that's nice that's nice here we are today so here we are um so if you guys need a quick synopsis on what this flick is about like i said it came out in 2009 the synopsis onto interwebs says desperate to repay his debt to his ex-wife an ex-con plots a heist at his new employer's country home unaware that a second criminal has also targeted the property and rigged it with a series of deadly traps Ooh. So very much Home Alone, but darker. So as for the crew, um, we have uh, Marcus Dunstan as a director. And if that name sounds familiar, it should be, because it sounded familiar to me. And he was one of the writers for the new uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, So he directed, yeah. I remember the Dunstan. I was like, that's a distinct name. (laughs) It is. It is. Um, so yeah, he helped write that, um, but he directed it. He also uh, helped write this as well. Um, another writer on this was Patrick Milton. And then as for the crew, I'm going to only mention, it's a very small amount of characters, but there's only two that really matter, to be honest. Um, we have Josh Stewart as Arkin. We have Juan Hurt. 
Fernandez as the collector. And then my honorable mention is Madeline Zima as Jill Chase, the daughter. Um, I remember watching her in Heroes. So I was like, oh, I recognize that face. She was awesome. Like a lot of like teen, like a lot of TV, essentially. So that's why I noticed her. Um, Do you have any honorable mentions you want to point out? No, actually, I don't this time. Not this time. Not this (laughs) this time. time. Alrighty, so I guess we can hop into it. Uh, Did you laugh at any point? I did. Yes. I sure did. As did I. Sure did. did. Because what else do you do with a movie so gruesome? (laughs) Yes. So first I laughed at Jill uh, because she just has teenage girl problems, like privileged teenage girl Mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. And I uh, immediately when she walks up to Arkin and she's like, hey, let me bum a drag from your cigarette. I was like, this is what my granny was talking about when she was talking about those fast girls. out there <laughs> this is what she was worried that I was doing outside why are you girl going up to this whole grown-ass whole man, man whole grown man yep asking for cigarettes mm-hmm. okay all right we're not gonna talk about it nope. okay not gonna talk about um it. and then he was like oh I'm not going to cater to your um what was the word he he used uh, something like rebellion or your your i know starts with a d mm, not demise <laughs> but i know what you're trying to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that yeah. he was just like i'm not gonna do this and he did it anyway i'm like yeah. what's the point what's the point and then when uh his business partner was like you don't change the routine i picked the jobs you pick the locks and I just I don't know that whole thing was corny I was it like was. is this are you a mob boss what yeah. is this what yeah, is I was this? very What's confused as to what was going because I also didn't have uh I watched this on shutter and there was no subtitle option so I couldn't really catch something I was like what is happening what kind of movie am I watching <laughs> That's how I'm yeah at. I'm like what is happening here like are you gonna break his legs for suggesting a job is that what we do now <laughs> like he's offering money he just needs it soon you yeah. know like what's happening so I laughed at that whole car scene and then uh I just thought man this killer watched Home Alone a lot yes Yes. like a lot and just these grown-up things mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that Macaulay didn't have access to pretty much but if he did Home Alone would have went a little bit like this how do we know it isn't Kevin might be Kevin it could be Kevin it could be Kevin people keep forgetting about him so now yeah. he just collects people <laughs> wow that's yeah, crazy that's- <laughs> <laughs> No more lonely holidays for no Kevin. More, no more. The collector watching the sex scene. I laughed at that scene when he licked his lips. I was like, relax. Relax. Like, it was like when SpongeBob was about to play Squidward's clarinet. It was like, why are you doing this? Lick his it's lips. So extra. You need to stop. It's so gross. It's so gross. 
that's actually my last one. That's all I've got. That's all I've stuff. got. Good stuff. I oh, would. nope, nope. I missed one. Never mind. Missed one. I really appreciate it uh, when Arkin found the guy that was previously collected and used as bait, I suppose. Air quotes around bait. Because um, how? How? Yeah, you don't explain that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So uh he kept making noise and Arkin's like shut the fuck up I'm trying to help you <laughs> Arkin had a few moments like that, that in the movie so where it's like he's just trying to help and these people are making his job so hard yeah. and honestly it wasn't worth it mm-hmm. but that's just mm-hmm. my opinion but I I back to you Mars <laughs> All right, I have some stuff to add. Um, speaking of lo- like the car scene, I'm just the whole situation with his ex-wife, which I didn't know it was his ex-wife. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but the fact that she, we have a loan shark stereotype. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that trope in a while. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, oh, old. That's right? old school. For this to be in 2009, I was like, that's such like a 90s, 80s type trope to kind of have in there and i wasn't really expecting i was like loan sharks still be out okay we're gonna go ahead it's so easy to get a loan on the internet now yeah it was just who are these people that how do you even find a loan shark that's what i've always wanted to know because sometimes (laughs) i be needing a loan and like where where are these people from where that's all i want to know I just thought that was kind of funny for them to have, because it seemed, like I said, it felt like I was watching an entirely different film in the very beginning, before things popped off in the house. So with them saying, oh, it's due at this, I have to go, because it's due at mid- tomorrow, yada yada. So I thought that was funny. And then I have, I literally wrote down, who is this guy? I'm referring to the collector. I was like, who is this? Like, he's so limber, and he's quick. You know, the yep. knives. Like, I was like, yep. what is happening here? He must have been in the circus. Must have <laughs> been in the circus. I'm convinced. I was just very con- baffled and confused. His about glowy that. eyes. I'm like, is he a mutant? What yeah, is he? I was like, like, is he an alien? Like, who? That's what I'm saying. Who are you? Are you a demon, David Blaine? Like, who are you? Like, I was just. <laughs> not David Blaine. Leave him out of this. He don't deserve. <laughs> So that's just me being very confused. I think at this point I had wrote that when he was throwing knives very accurately, I was like, what? Because that's not an easy thing to throw a knife that quick. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Um, so I thought that was funny. I also wrote that it's funny that no one listens to Arkin. <laughs> no one no, listens to no him. No, no one listens to him. The wife, the, the child. No one listens to him. And then I wrote, where were you with the little girl? Because she waits until he leaves. Yeah, and all of a sudden she's in the window. (laughs) He was in every room of that house. Did you not hear him calling your name? Hannah, (laughs) Hannah, Hannah. And she just sat there like, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. And then he leaves and she's like, Oh, you know what? You got outside. I do want to go outside. That is where I want to be. She had a better chance of just staying where she was hidden the rest of the night, to be honest. Yep. She just stayed there the rest. If you're not going to come out, don't yep. come out. But she, what, she would have got blown up, though, because he blew up the house. But I'm just saying, like, if someone's calling you and they sound like an ally, 
get outside, go get help. Um, so I thought that was funny because I pretty much said the same thing that Arkin says, like, where were you? <laughs> um, and that was pretty much... Oh, I laughed at this part. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but I laughed when the mom... So Arkin tells the mom to scream to kind of distract the collector. And the mom's like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, yo, I have to get a distraction to go back upstairs and get your daughter. And she's like, I guess. So she screams. <laughs> I guess. She screams. And then the collector gives her a talking to about it. He almost Without talking. Yeah. A talking to yeah. without talking. Yep. That wasn't a talking to. That wasn't a talking to. Because he just, he didn't cut her tongue off but he was like yo if you make any noise again this is it's gonna go down uh so i thought that was mm-hmm. funny that the mom got a talking to i think that's all the funnies that i have um did you find anything cool about this film i have just few things so first of all i felt like arkin handled the bugs like thug. he did i would have he had all those wasps on his Hand mm-hmm. and then wait, he just his you know he smoked his cigarette, that. he just blew the smoke on him and kept going. <laughs> he was like, There's some uh bugs by the greenhouse. <laughs> it's like, Okay, bugs by the greenhouse over there, wasps. Okay, wasps. wasps. Yeah, um, and then I like the little scene where uh there's a spider in the basement and uh, the collector just picks it up and puts it outside and looks at it fondly like go ahead Charlotte live your best life (laughs) and it's funny because he's a whole ass serial killer in these Mm -hmm. streets and he wouldn't hurt a bug Mm -hmm. he he legit like put the bug outside um and I, I kind of like the irony of the house is supposed to be like, I think bombed with like pesticides or something because they have an infestation clearly with all the spiders and the wasps and everything. Mm, and then the bugs are the only ones that are safe to live there and everyone else is being killed, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, so... Just because someone won't hurt a fly doesn't mean they won't hurt you. Yeah. So that changes that saying a hell of a lot for me. Um, and then it also just kind of feels like a video game um, in the sense that, like, you know, those stealth games like Remothered or like mm-hmm. where you have to, it, it feels like a puzzle and you're trying to figure out how to get what you need from the house and also how to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and then trying to save people specifically this little girl along the way and you have no idea where she's hiding in the house like this is this whole thing would make a great video game I feel like the video game would be better than a movie (laughs) just with all the traps and like specifically I like the the acid part with the books and you have to like hop across like stones on a, on hot lava yeah. you know the floor was literally the floor lava. lava the floor, the is, floor lava. is lava and I feel like all these little things that uh he goes through are just like a video game it was it was fun to watch but also uh pretty creepy 
So that's all I have for cool. Got it. I have some stuff to add. Booby trap house. We love some booby traps. Uh, I love Home Alone. Um, I think uh, it's also scary, of course, to have a booby trap house. But like watching it, I'm like, yo, just stay hidden for the rest of the night. But at the same time, like, yo, what's in that other room, though? Like, what other traps were out here? Like, I want to see mm-hmm. what else the collector put together um, in this house. And yeah, so I thought that was, I think it's just fun to see traps. We just like seeing traps. It also he brought went it all out and didn't even know, like, did he know how many people would be home? Like, he put out a lot of different I know. things. I have stuff to talk about and regards to that later um but yeah i think it was cool to see that uh kind of brought me back to my saw really nice and speaking of saw this was meant to be kind of a prequel to saw but it got scrapped which i'm not surprised because of like how gory it, it is and with all the traps and whatnot um so that's pretty cool and then let's see i really like the scene where i guess that's considered scary as well but you know with the audience knowing what's going on the scene the scene where jill is not realizing she's in danger with her boyfriend and they're like being intimate and stuff really great scene great use of tension um in that scene um so i really enjoyed that and then i think that's all i have for cool actually um so scary what do you have what scared you bugs so many bugs (laughs) Why are there so many bugs in this movie? Just because. That's what I wrote. I wrote bugs, dot, dot, just because. (laughs) Like, it was just everything else going on. We just got to add in bugs. Also, the wire and bear traps in particular, uh, because it limits your space. It limits your mobility. And like when he went into that room and it was like, all the fine wire kind of webbed blocking mm-hmm. off like where the window was and it's like oh way out and then if you ran into it you just get sliced and diced yeah, like yeah. that I hate wire wire <laughs> in horror movies is like one of the worst ways to go out it's just ugh, time. I don't like it I don't like it and the bear traps I don't like it I would probably just set all of them off just like kick one into the rest of them <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't have to Louis think Toon about style. it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> start throwing some fruit and pillows <laughs> and just set them all off so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Also, the tongue and the pliers that I, it was a tease. It was a hell mm-hmm. of a tease, but it was so nerve-wracking because I'm like oh my god he's gonna do it he's gonna do it he's gonna do it and he mm-hmm. didn't which I appreciate it was a talking too yeah it was a talking yeah, too <laughs> uh I just the thought of it I was like bracing myself and I was like squinting I did that squint yeah, that you do in movies yeah. and you don't really want to watch it but you want to watch it mm-hmm. um and then the acid with the cat I was I like, kind of oh. laughed I'm not gonna lie I, I kind of did see <laughs> okay, okay, I, I didn't know where that. to put it because I was like ah ashes <laughs> but then at the same time ashes is my cat you guys at the same time the irony of trying to save the cat if <laughs> 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 you pull 
pulled the cat up, which already like the cat has to be too injured to like run away or really do anything at this point so you might as well left the cat there but yeah it just shows how his character just can't really let anyone suffer so he he lifts up the cat which is horrific in itself and then he just chucks the cat at the window (laughs) and the cat had one job make it through the window and the window dropped and the cat got sliced in half so it was all for nothing it was all for nothing oh my god um so that was that the cat was acting like an alarm and he arkin himself was actually caught in the acid and had to take mm-hmm. off his shoes and then the nails on the stair case tease mm-hmm. i don't crazy. like these teases i don't like right. these teases. literally home alone literally Mm -hmm. home alone (laughs) yeah what's your name jill walking backwards Mm -hmm. and she was so close she was it's like it should have just like tickled the bottom of her foot (laughs) and she should have looked and like how do you not know something's wrong with the house like you're not paying attention at all there are deadly things all over the place well, like you, you can't miss it you don't smell you don't death smell, in here? right there's <laughs> blood there's chemicals yeah from the acid and the cat yeah and, yeah, <laughs> the yeah burnt rubber like mm-hmm. there should be a lot of things going off in, uh, with the senses I'm like oh no oh no she's gonna get got so that was that was very nerve-wracking for me and last but not least uh, the bugs in the stomach mm. he put bugs Just in because. his stomach he said i wonder if i get these hissing cockroaches and slice <laughs> your stomach open and put the jar on your stomach and just shake it a little. I was like, like, who is this dude? Like all these why? of torture. He must be an entomologist. I'm convinced. <laughs> he has to be. He's a bug guy. He likes I'm bugs. convinced. And his eyes glowed in the night like mm-hmm. a, a bug or a predator of some kind. Yeah. yeah. But that's all I've got. It's a lot, but that's what I got. I have a few things to mention. Um, just hearing the, the cries through the vent. You know, I don't like hearing people get tortured. Not a fun time. Not a fan. It kind of brought me back to watching Hostel, kind of, in a way. I was just like, oh my god, the screams of torture. Um, so that's scary. Uh, we have a we have a entry in the trilogy of horror. You know, I always say eyes, you know, teeth, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Teeth, you know, knocking people's teeth out. Mm-hmm. and nails and nails yes yeah. yep 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 eyes teeth nails those are the holy trinity of horror if you have one of those you want another level so yeah i definitely felt i felt a little i felt a bit of cringe when he was knocking his teeth out and um, the tongue wasn't as bad i don't know why tongues are not that as bad as teeth i don't know <laughs> i just have a fear with teeth um so yeah that was definitely terrifying um it was just a lot of stuff. The hook room gave me anxiety. The hooks, the fishing hooks. I was like, that was the moment, I think, one of the moments where I was like, who is this? How much time did this man have? Anyway, so yeah, the hook. It had to be a lot. The fishing hook uh, room definitely gave me anxiety because I'm like, it's going to hit his eye. Because I thought they were going to do some eye stuff. I was like, yo, 
We already did teeth. Is one of those. And then I signed up I, for here. What's happening yeah, here? Yeah. So yeah, that definitely gave me a lot of anxiety when they were going into that room. Luckily, nothing happened. I also kind of laughed when the collector used that that bait body as into the acid. I was like, oh man, he's just using him as a accessory to get through this house. But yeah, other than that, those are the scaries I want to mention um, without repeating anything. Um, So acting and visuals, what do you have to say? In the opening scene, we see a lot of blue tint and it almost looks foggy in the house where, you know, Mm -hmm. we see this couple coming home and um, they find a collector box in their bedroom. And it, it felt really cold, uh, just the way it was lit. And this movie's a lot of gels. They just a love their gels. gels. Just of, all the gels. A lot of gels. gels and also just like, yeah, gels. Because like when they were mm-hmm. in the car scene, a lot of green gel, like lighting. And the club, the Yeah, strip you can club, tell it's different than like, it's different. If you guys are not familiar with like film and stuff, it's different than having like a filter, like a film filter. Um, mm-hmm. So like gels are like, on set filters that you put on your lights to make things look different and they use reds they use blues for nighttime definitely use green yeah for uh, arcing in the house yeah (laughs) um so yeah definitely a lot of gels i agree with you it also affects the way you feel when you're watching the scene which is why i described that opening uh scene with the couple coming home as cold because the following scene was very warm it was very Mm. I wanted to say at first that it was very saturated but it wasn't it just felt hot Mm. you know you know what I mean like the colors weren't super vibrant it just felt warm like they used a lot of fluorescent light a lot of it was very yellow Mm -hmm. very orange um lighting uh for the exterior shots uh showing Arkin you know doing his day job outside the house and then a lot of overhead slash crane shots um, sh- showing the divided rooms and yeah, really kind like of the layout too. of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty neat. It almost made it look like a dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of also breaks the fourth wall a bit because they're letting you know it's a set. They're like, look at our set. Look at it but also they're showing it to you for a reason. They're showing you how close Larkin, I mean, Arkin and um, the collector are in in range of each other. They're Mm -hmm. just separated by like a very thin wall. And they had a lot of close calls and close run-ins before actually having their their final conflict. Um, There's also a shot of Arkin under a desk which later on we see Hannah under that same desk, which was a neat foreshadow, but also the mm-hmm. lighting was really intense. It was very heavily contrasted to where all you could see is his face and then the rest was just shadow. It yeah. was just dark. You couldn't make out anything else um, under that desk but his face. And they had like the moonlight hitting it. It was just a really intense shot that um, I appreciated. Last but not least, what was notable for me uh, visually was when 
the ambulance crashed and they showed the inside of the ambulance yeah. as it was like turning and everything mm-hmm. those shots are always fun to see mm-hmm. um even though in real life it wouldn't be <laughs> but just the way they they kind of slow it down and you see how gravity is working inside of there while he's strapped to the stretcher and kind of stuck in place um it was really a really well done shot I think pretty cool um other than that acting didn't blow me away um it was it they they got the job done but it wasn't uh anything like oh they did amazing yeah uh for me so that's all I've got dope um yeah I agree with the acting got us through we've done I think we've seen worse which I guess isn't the best compliment but yeah got us through I wasn't like cringy during the whole thing but also the script was really basic especially during Mm -hmm. the um car scene I was just like "Mm, why are we here yeah even the scene I'm sorry to add to that like uh the scene with uh his wife and daughter Mm -hmm. like I didn't even feel a familial connection with them I I didn't think that was his wife I I thought that was just like a baby mama and he he owed child support or something yeah. like you know yeah I didn't like know they didn't ex- have ex-wife chemistry. yeah and I know yeah. he's supposed to be like there as his ex-wife but still there should be some kind of dynamic here um but I agree there was no kind of connection yeah there um to the point of like where I'm like okay why are you because to to my understanding the wife took out money for a loan shark and he's helping her pay them back or mm-hmm. and I'm just like why are you helping because I don't it was know. like what did you do where yeah. are you gonna go they're gonna chase you or whatever which I yeah. thought was a weird way of wording it um why not say follow or mm-hmm. find you or I don't know anyway writing notes writing <laughs> uh but just the way he looked back at his daughter it didn't feel like a loving way he just kind of looked at her very stoically yeah. mm-hmm. and then turned around and left and I yeah. I don't know I, I just didn't feel the chemistry yeah. with either of the families yeah very dry performance on my on on his end um visual wise yeah i agree with all of the gels that were used <laughs> they're like yeah blue equals nighttime it's like does it <laughs> it doesn't look like that outside that my window right ass red in that strip <laughs> club i was like wow that's so red i almost thought somebody was gonna die because it was like that creep show red almost it was just red like for it to be the cut like for this to be in 2009 it seems very out of decade i was like this is very mm-hmm. it felt the whole early thing was 2000s very, dead, very early t- 2000s late late 90s um mm-hmm. it just seemed kind of dated in terms of that that old flip phone mm-hmm. i was like when was this made again um, but uh I really enjoy, like you said, the overhead overhead shots in between the rooms. Um, those were pretty great. And other than that, that's all I have for acting and visuals. Uh, so next up, f ups. Where where who's screwing up around here in these streets? Who's the first f up I wrote down was actually the cat. <laughs> <laughs> wow that was your first up up okay because they should have known better why did you walk into acid you're an animal you should have 
senses about these things the whole family the whole family is and then once he got your first pawn did you not did you not feel the burn did you just jump in it like i don't know uh but really genesis f up would have to go to lisa the wife the ex-wife of Mm -hmm. arkin because why are you going to loan sharks yeah, that is why? a Genesis F up. That is a Genesis F up. Yep. Why? Yep. I don't know. I feel like there's other options. There's got to be better options. He mentioned like she has a mom and a sister. Like, so you have people's houses you can go to if like you need a place to stay. If it if it comes down to that, so why are you? Why are you doing this? Why are you like this? And then she was just kind of taking her frustrations out on him because he bought the kid a teddy bear. Yeah. And she's like, what is this? Like, they... Attitude. The implication was like, they can't afford it. And like, he wasted money. I'm like, that's probably like five bucks. (laughs) If you are in a situation where five bucks is cause for a fight like you about to take somebody out to the streets because they bought your kid a five dollar stuffed animal when you need money you should have been moved back in with your mom or moving with your sister or whatever like that's yeah and then to bring it up in front of the kid like I don't know I feel like they just had too much drama uh in front of the kid on display so I'm like eh Lisa is annoying and the wife, I can't remember her name. Was it like Victoria or something? I, just I don't know. The wife the, of the rich family. Yeah, the wife of the rich family. Victoria. Yeah. So she got on my nerves. I just wrote As Victoria. I, I said the wife is annoying. Mm-hmm. And um because he was trying to help her and he was like, okay you got and jill did the same thing actually i right after that i said jill don't listen either uh, <laughs> literally in my notes it says jill don't listen either they both he was like okay you gotta be quiet and gotta come with me and immediately the wife was like i can't i can't do this i can't do this we got to get out of here what do you think he's trying to do he's exactly. trying to get you out of there and you're sitting there talking about I gotta go we gotta go we gotta get out of here we can't say exactly exactly so if you just kindly shut the fuck up and listen to him no they cannot you'll get out of there oh my goodness and then Jill did the same thing she started freaking out and he's like come on you gotta come with me and you know he's a familiar face I don't understand what the yeah. problem was. Now yeah. she's dead and she didn't yeah. have to be. Um, and then he asked up running down in the street. Yeah. I was like, we thought that was a good idea to run in the middle of the road in the rain at night. Okay. Wearing black. Wearing black. I was like, Wearing just black. stand on the side of the road and wave your hands. There's a lot of cops. They'll see you. Like, yep. why? <laughs> I was like, yeah. why? Why? Um, overall, if I were Arkin, when he got out the house and he turned around and he saw Hannah, I've been like, hide. And then I would have kept going. Yeah, facts. 
because clearly she's been okay for this long yeah like I'm i not agree that made there. me so angry i was like i don't know anyways I that's all i got that's all i got we touch on the same things um another f up in the very beginning i was like okay your lights are off why did you feel like you need to open a random box upstairs not only were they off it was unscrewed the lights were removed they were removed from their fixtures the, they weren't even there it was no light he looked like up, he why said, oh, did you feel like lights. once you saw that you should have called your wife downstairs like why did you feel like you need to open the random box that was yeah. a random character choice for me um and then I write. I wrote. Keep your eyes on his back, Victoria. He said before they left the room. Keep your eyes on my back. Do not keep right. Do not move your eyes. Um, it's kind of funny because like when I was younger and I used to do haunts with my uncle, and I was much more of a coward. <laughs> I would keep my eyes down and closed, and it kind of reminded me of that experience of like going through haunts and just keeping my eyes. Down. I still do that. Yeah, I still do that. I was like, that's all you need to do. Why are you looking around? You know, this is a sketchy. You've heard screams. You've heard chaos. Um, Just follow directions. Um, And then also, yeah, with Jill, um, which I thought was kind of cool because I thought she would make it because of the connection they had, the bonding experience they had. Um, So I thought that was kind of interesting for them to kill her off. (laughs) He didn't have a tea party with her. Didn't have the tea. (laughs) That's true. Tea party in the mermaid costume. That's true. That's true. Um... So yeah, her not listening, which I think was also a weird character choice. I'm kind of teetering whether that's like a writing thing or an F up. Because I'm just like, real with that really, is that realistic enough for to that to happen? I don't think that, I don't know. That didn't really make sense for me to, to me for her to do that. And I think that's all I have in, return, in regards to F ups, um, stuff that you have not mentioned before. So yeah, speaking of themes, what... what what makes this a horror movie? What are the themes? It's a trap house. <laughs> it's a trap house. Uh, uh, it <laughs> takes trap into a whole nother yeah, level, though, facts, doesn't it? Um, yeah, it's a very gory serial killer movie uh, with no real happy ending, honestly, um, except the little girl might still be alive, but he could probably track her down later. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Um, and then for the theme, I don't really, I honestly don't believe they, whoever created this thought, hmm, what message is the message I want to send to society? I think they're just like, oh, what if Home Alone Kid was a serial killer and that's just what they did because the story is lacking there's not enough character development there's not Mm -hmm. enough backstory you're not getting enough from the story to be able to really draw a concrete theme other than I mean you can say it's karma the fact that he was going to rob this family and then he ended up you know having to save them well trying to save them but he risked his life and I doubt he lives in the end. Um, yeah. So I guess in a way it's it's karma, it's cause and effect. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Like, even if... Yeah. I really like karma being a theme. I'm just going to run with it. Uh, we're going to run with this right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Because at the end, you know, we have him with the gem still. And at that moment, mm-hmm. when he pulls the gem out. He's like, okay, we're all good. I'm in the clear. And that's when, you know, everything goes to shit. And then I wish, speaking of character development and Baxter, I wish we would have gotten some kind of um, some juicy some juicy juiciness about these two families okay are they sketchy characters like i know he's like a jewelry guy but is he like doing some sketchy stuff behind the scenes and stuff just to give us like okay how's the collector choosing his victims are these people just sketchy people and he's just like hunting them down like i would have liked to get that kind of backstory but it definitely looks like he goes after rich people (laughs) yeah yeah um and yeah not knowing his motivation is kind of like eh and but like i said i think karma is somewhat a thing because i feel like if he didn't have the gem (laughs) it would have been like okay i'm okay but i kind of knew that he was meant to die because he did something bad and he had to pay the price for being bad (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. um so the fact that he pulled the gem out it's okay i'm good let me call my wife and say we're in the clear See, the confusing thing about that though is um the way i looked at it was his karma for breaking in and stealing the gym was everything that transpired in the house that night, right? Him, mm-hmm. he went through a lot of injuries. He got bugs in his stomach, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. and but he saved Hannah. So I feel mm-hmm. like that was, that been uh, yeah, that should have restored the good character and whatnot, redeemed redemption. It should have been his redemption. Like he, up to the very end he got hit by a freaking car to make sure the little girl got to a safe place and he didn't you know he was like I I truly I truly tried to save them I genuinely tried to save them he kept saying it um and so I feel like that was his redemption and if he hadn't been there it probably you know Hannah would have probably died so I don't know I thought the the diamond or whatever it was it was a giant red rock mm-hmm. uh would have been kind of like his reward I guess for you know saving one little girl for you know and also able to save his own yeah. um because what's gonna happen to now his family has to suffer because of you know his and Lisa's mistakes so I don't know but I do see that's a, a great point that he was like, oh, I'm in the clear. Call my wife. Call my wife right now. Yeah. I'm coming home, baby. And right and after it, that, things went And good. then, yeah, the accident happened and he was probably killed. Yeah. So that sucks. So, yeah, I, I would go ahead and fish and say that Car- I'll go with Carmen. Like I said, if we had a little bit more character development, I would have been more okay with it. Uh mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all I have for themes. And yeah, you touched on what makes it a horror movie for sure. If you guys like uh, gore porn, add this to your collection. <laughs> um, for I'm sure. Not particularly my favorite type of horror, although I do love Saw. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, it's not, there, there's character development in Saw and like it's a good story like this. You're kind of yeah. laughing in those things. Um, but I won't go into relationship status stuff. You can start that off. Um, what are your thoughts? I think it's a hit it and quit it. There's just, there's too much. There's too much that I don't understand about this um, story. There's too and there's much. There's series, that... there's other films. Like, this is only the first. 
the first one. They should have stopped after this one. I am say it right now. I haven't seen the other ones, but I feel like this should have been a one and done kind We're of deal. Do collector extravaganza. We're gonna do collector, collector extravaganza. <laughs> Here we go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, I just the writing wasn't very good. I yeah. mean it it just the action was fine I guess you know him going through the house and figuring things out cool but I don't know the rest of it was just lackluster like until you get to the meat of the story everything else you could just toss out the freaking window like I I don't know it just wasn't it wasn't a strong story it was just um I feel like it it could have been done better uh like writing plot wise um I did like the idea of you know someone breaking into a house but the whole reasoning why and stuff I don't know it's just I think I would have liked it better if they didn't try to uh redeem him before he even committed the act you know because they they showed oh look, he has a daughter and a wife and they need help and he's doing this for them. And it's like, you're trying to redeem him before he even does it. Like, yeah, because we're still like, that's not acceptable. Still, like as I'm watching him break, I'm like, this is still not right. But then when he talks to the guy who was a very useless character, I don't understand why they threw him in there. That whole car scene was like not important to the plot really. Yeah. Um, But for I don't know it just was so useless it was yeah. so useless but he he told him that he had been watching that house for months so he was gonna steal from them anyway without the crisis uh, with mm. his wife and daughter mm. so that also could have been thrown out the window so I would have liked to see more development about his history as a thief and his lock picking skills, because apparently he's expert level lock picker and thief. And that's more of an interesting story than the loan shark thing. Yeah. So I would have liked to see more uh, backstory with that. Maybe see him, you know, picking a lock or getting out of jail or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah. And I... then uh, going into that night. Uh, him you know working that job during the day and then calling him up like hey family's gone let's let's do the job and like you know yeah. make it make him cool he just yeah was... exactly it was just kind of <laughs> bland like you said they could have yeah they could have saved money by cutting out that car scene and just having him work there like seem all nice and connected with the family and then just switch switch gears like yo tonight's the night we're about to do this and then mm-hmm. he can call his, he could just have a simple phone call with his wife saying they could cut off everything with the bowling alley, could have saved money in that area, had a phone call with his wife saying, hey, babe, this is happening. I'm going to get the money for us. For It didn't even have to be a loan shark situation. I just feel like the loan shark thing was so outlandish. It just took me out of the story. Um, if they had a different scenario, a different problem that they were trying to fix, I would have been more convinced. It could have been a medical bill. It could have been anything. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna lose the house. It could have been. It could have been so many things. Yeah, it could have been so many things besides a loan shark. It just seems so out there. It just was not believable. 
I had questions. I have questions. So in theory, this family, they're supposed to go out on vacation, go on a trip. Mm -hmm. That's why Jill was arguing with her mom about it. She wanted to, it seemed like it was like summer vacation or spring break or something. And so she wanted to stay with her friends and, um, her mom was like, no, you're coming with us on a trip. And she was like, I don't want to go on a family vacation with you. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's so, literally what a family vacation is. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, And so Jill leaves with her boyfriend. She comes back at night. My question is, when does all of this go down? Because it's, it's, it is daytime when um Arkin leaves. I mean, I guess it is late. It's like, what, 10 or 11 or something when he goes to do his heist, I guess. I'm just like, okay, when did the collector get there? How did he, because we're talking about the bait thing. How did the bait thing Mm -hmm. even happen? How did he even get into the house to even do, because they have an alarm system. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. how did we even get How did we get here? I would have liked to see his methods as well. At least in the opening, like show us his methods. I don't know. Because there is so many, there's a whole crew of people surrounding that house during the day. So I feel like he had to have been someone that was part of that crew setting up. And with his, you know, love for bugs, he could have been, I have a theory, I have a theory. Maybe he was the guy wearing the gas mask that Arkin was like, hey, there's a wasp nest by the greenhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the guy was like, what? Well, I mean, he is the, they said that he he was the exterminator people. So yeah. Yeah. That. And they showed a shot of the van, but mm-hmm. the, the guy was just like kind of, I don't know, detached and not mm-hmm. really there. And Arkin had to repeat himself. And we never saw his face because he was wearing a gas That's mask. That's true. So I feel like it could have been him. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. how did how did Arkin know? Because he had the gas mask on. Because when he takes off his mask, he's like, "Yo, it was the exterminator guy." Like, how was he able to know if he had the gas mask on the whole time? I don't. I don't know. Maybe he had. He saw his eyes. His eyes are weird. His I don't eyes know. Are weird. <laughs> Sorry, that was just one of my questions was just like, when did all of this set up timeline wise? I was just very confused. I was like, you got hooks, you have bear traps. All of these rooms are rigged, like really rigged. And I just need to know like when all this went down because mm-hmm. that's a lot of pro- that's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't know. And also just thought, thought the layout of the house was kind of weird because they had a basement. And I'm like, they have a whole bathtub in their basement. I thought that was a little off- set design wise i don't know i didn't really under i don't i don't have a basement but i just thought it was like is that normal um very convenient for a serial killer and then i also have a question about the acid i was like how is it able to cut through the top but not through the floor Mm. (laughs) asking the important (laughs) questions yeah because it it was like a it was like a gunk you know, it was it was like thick. It wasn't yeah, like Yeah, I was like, how it wasn't a it... liquid acid. It must have been mixed in with something. Because acid that I've seen in movies eats through floor. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't just hit the top. It doesn't yep. work like that in movies. So that confused me a lot as well. Um and then I thought about 
how he finessed the collector with the mirror technique, the Jurassic Park technique. I call it Jurassic Park technique because <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they did in Jurassic Park in the kitchen. Yeah, it is. Lex it literally is. stood behind a thing. Okay. Anyway, it is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, that scene happened very quick for me, and I was kind of confused on how that happened. Like after the scene happened, I was like, okay. I I, I guess I didn't. Re- it didn't really process to me how that worked i guess with how the and how it was edited the editing i have a kind of an issue with too because it was a lot of a lot of cuts a lot a lot of cuts and your meant your uh comments about the story and directing makes sense because it was directed and written by the same person so you have someone that you know it's attached to a lot of these scenes and stuff and wants all of these things shot <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that we have some stuff that was not necessarily needed to be in there um in the final cut um but with all that being said yeah i agree it's definitely a uh hit it and quit it for me i will recommend it to people who do like gore porn that's pretty much it. It's not for me. Um, takes a little bit to build up. We just we need we need some changes here. I would like to see a remake of this done better. I feel like it has potential, great potential. We just need more character development. Uh, but yeah, that that's our journey of the collector, the accidental pick of story. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We survived. We survived that. We did that. Um, so we're gonna go into our musical break, you guys. So. Stay tuned as we come back to our Sounds Like a Horror Movie for this week. Woot woot. really hope you enjoyed our musical break maybe got some snacks went to the bathroom got some water uh but we are back and we're gonna do our sounds like a horror movie um before that i'm gonna say of course my businessy stuff um so if you guys don't know already and this is your first episode we have all sorts of social media facebook instagram twitter at gorefriends we have a email which is gorefriendspodcast at gmail.com um, you can email us some movie recommendations or your own sounds like a horror movie. Uh, you can also call us. We have a Google voice number, which will be in the show notes of this episode. If you call it, it'll go straight to voicemail and you can, you know, say some kind words, leave a movie recommendation or um, your own sounds like a horror movie and we'll play it on the show. We are on iTunes. So for you Apple users, if you guys could leave a five-star review um, or even a written review, we'd really appreciate it. It really helps people um, be able to find us. Uh, So go ahead on iTunes and go ahead and leave that five-star review for us. We have a Patreon um, in which you can donate one, five, or $10 a month for various perks. Um, We actually have a new patron. Um, I'm gonna just shout out James. James, thank you so much for being a part of the $5 tier, um, which is our most popular tier. Um, We have uh, bi-weekly movie nights. Um, We have Gore Friends TV, in which we cover uh, horror-themed TV shows. Um, You get a Gore Game sticker. Um, So lots of good stuff. Um, So like I said, you can donate $1 or $5 or $10 a month 
um, for various perks and it helps us, uh, you know, pay for editors, um, pay for hosting costs and stuff like that. And if you're a musical artist and you want your stuff featured on the show, or even if you're a podcast and you want your ad played on the show for free, uh, go ahead and hit us up on any of the avenues that I just mentioned, and we will work things out with you. So, with that being said. So talented. So talented. You know. Carrying this show on your back. No. (laughs) No, I'm not. Get you a brace. After two years, if I didn't know how to do that, if I didn't know how to do that after two years, that would be a shame. That would be a shame. Well, I don't. I'm gonna have you do it next show. You're doing it. Shoot. Done. 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 Practice now. Get myself in trouble. Practice now. I've you've done it once and it was great. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna hop into the. We're gonna hop into the sounds like a horror movie for this week. Uh, this was taken from Reddit, of course. Um, the creepy encounter subreddit. Uh, it's really sketchy stuff. Story loves it. She never knows what I'm gonna say. She hates. Oh, I love it. I, love, I it. love it. I love it. She says, "Okay." She loves it. Um, this was posted by I Walk on the Stars, and this was oh. posted in the in the this was posted three weeks ago. The title is called Working Alone One Sunday Night, Creepy Guy Comes Through. Okay. (laughs) I like how you read that like it was going to be a happy time. Okay. Let's (laughs) let's just do this. Okay. So for a tiny bit of background, I used to work at this drive-up coffee shop that sells coffee and snacks like bagels, muffins, etc. I live in a relatively small town, like 10 to 15,000 people, and I never had anything like this happen before, so I was pretty shaken up. Alrighty, so it was Sunday night, and I was closing all by myself for the first time ever, um, being a new hire, and it was getting kind of late, and virtually no one was coming through, so I just, I was just doing some closing activities, like sweeping, mopping, etc., This is important because we store the mop and the broom in a separate room that can be only accessed by going outside and unlocking the room with a key. So I had the employee entrance door unlocked since I was going in and out. It's starting to get dark and I'm due to leave in about an hour when this old Ford drives up. The driver was an older man, maybe 40 or so. I wasn't too phased by it, though, because a lot of people work in oil rigs in my town and they're on the night shift. Um, They'll stop by for a pick me up before making the three hour drive out to the rigs. I open the window, ask him what he liked to order, etc. And this is where it gets weird. He didn't order any coffee or food. No. He asked me, are you working alone? I most certainly was working alone and even both of my managers... And even both of my managers were no longer in the, na- in the neighboring pawn shop that they also own. And I just feel my blood run cold. Thankfully, I'm smart enough to lie and respond with, oh no, my coworker will be back in a second and my manager is coming here in about five minutes. He needs to take inventory. At this point, the man looks past me into the shop directly at the crack door behind me and gives me this really creepy smile before pulling forward and signaling the turn around on a road that goes right next to the open door. As soon as he can no longer see me, I jump over, slam the door shut, and I lock the doorknob and a deadbolt. I was worried to leave the building that night because I didn't want to walk across the parking lot to my car. I thought he might be lingering around the area waiting for me to get off work. 
I'm really glad that I never told him I was working by myself. That was the creepiest encounter I ever had at work. And then what? And then what? That's it. He left. She was safe. Did she call anyone? How did she get to her vehicle? People in the comments were saying you should like she should have like called the cops to escort because they can do that. Like yes, that's what I'm saying. You didn't call anyone. You just what? How did she get out of there? She said she was scared to leave. Did she stay there all night? Did she not have a (laughs) cell phone? What's happening here? I need to know. I need to know. Um, so the thing that terrifies me about the story, because it sounded really, really familiar. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with true crime at all, but this really famous case happened in 2014 with this serial killer. Um, yeah, I thought about that too. Yep, Did literally, true crime obsessed go over that one? Probably. Love you guys. True crime obsessed. Um, but <laughs> case in Alaska, same situation. Girl was working in a you know coffee shop. Um, guy comes up yeets her from her coffee shop and she's never found again um and he basically comes out years later saying yeah i killed all these people they never find these bodies or anything um so definitely reminded me of that which is super terrifying um and it's just like can we please have more than one person working shifts people please Mm -hmm. pay for more staff please do not have one person working like doesn't even make sense like whether it's a 7-Eleven, whether it's a coffee bean, and whether if, anything. And if one of the employees needs to call out, a manager needs to go in. Exactly. Exactly. Um, as someone that used to work at a sketchy hotel that I had to work alone, it's so scary because it's like, what what am I going to do if someone comes in and pops off? Like, it's such a scary situation. I'm so glad that she was starting up for to- security. Something. People are so cheap. People are so cheap and it's awful. Um, but you know, I'm glad that she was smart enough to lie about not being alone and actually was smart enough to yeet over the desk and lock the door. Um, but yeah, considering this is awfully close to a real life scenario, um, like I said, we're reading this off of Reddit. So this could have been taken from that as inspiration. We don't know, but if assuming this is really what happened, um, super, super scary situation, uh but yeah that's the any thoughts about that no i shared my thoughts okay why why wasn't i have questions (laughs) oh this is gonna stay with me today oh my god i'm sorry (laughs) so you guys please stay safe out here um yeah that that's pretty much it um and that being said i i don't know if we want to we can announce it now so you want to talk about how we're gonna you know ump our upper episode count from now on we out yeah there. man yeah we so we're going there. back we're going back going going back back, back. to weekly episode we- yes weekly <laughs> weekly yes weekly yeah. Week- yeah see i knew you should have been the one to say it because you, you be coming off the top of the dome with it but yeah you guys are coming back with four episodes a month yes. of gore friends not just gftv but gore friends mm-hmm. i'm talking these long ass episodes that you guys <laughs> love so much yes we are out here yes we got an editor which we're super appreciative um to finally be able to afford an editor imagine remember when we first started out we're like editor oh one What's day that Uh, yeah but now we can afford it um so yeah we'll be going back to weekly episodes starting next month so i'm super super stoked to see you well 
you guys for for you guys to hear us more regularly. Um, so yeah, we'll be back um, weekly, weekly. Um, thank you so much for all the support you guys over the couple ne- the last couple of years. Super awesome, and um, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, any closing words, story? Nah, we'll see you next week, gory friends and gang. And make sure you're on Patreon listening to our our extra episodes because those are fun. That's yeah, where the real really fun, fun happens. <laughs> they're shorter too so you can binge yeah bite size bite size um so yeah see you guys next week for another episode of girlfriends bye bye